NPR. My name is Rex. And my name is Josh. How are you guys doing today? Glad you're doing well. Doing well, as always. It seems like you guys are always doing well. Huh. Especially because you guys can't respond to us. That yeah. sounds like a really You great... know why they're doing well, Rex? Why? Because they're listening to our beautiful voices. Aren't they? Uh, yeah. Speaking of responding to us, if you guys have any questions or comments or anything of that manner, you can send them to... Oh, email them to rexandjoshcpr at gmail.com or... At rexandjoshcpr on Instagram and Twitter. And don't forget, we now have merchandise. So we have like t-shirts and hoodies, things like that. Um, yeah, go ahead and check out, uh, we have links on Twitter and in the show notes and places like that, right? Yeah. Instagram and Twitter bios both have them. Or if you guys just want to get straight to the shirt links, you can go to bit.ly slash CPR shirts to get everything. Why do I feel like no one's going to remember that? I don't know, but they can come back and listen to this episode over and over again because it's full of stellar content. Ooh, it is? Man, I want to listen to it now. I haven't even heard it yet, and I know it's going to be great. So. Whoa. So, Rex, what happened in your week? I think, for the most part, my week was about the same. I, I hung out with people, but not very much, and I got to lis- I got to learn how to mic uh, drum kits and... All the uh, important stuff? Guitars and pianos and all sorts of stuff, so that was cool. I feel like your life is like a time loop, you know? <laughs> I I am certainly Bill Murray um, in every a, every conceivable way. I am Bill Murray, except I am not good at piano in the last ten minutes of the movie. So mm. um, Rex just slams his head on the keyboard, and that's it. Yes, that that it. Josh can confirm. That's why he doesn't let me play piano anymore. <laughs> um, but yeah, how was your week, Josh? Um, so let me preface it with this so when i was growing up you know how you kind of go through phases as a kid of what you wanted to be like everyone wanted to be an astronaut right well at one point i wanted to be a chiropractor (laughs) so um of all of the things you could be here's why so my i went to the chiropractor because i've kind of had like back and neck problems Mm -hmm. throughout my life oh poor me yes you can send sympathy dollars to um me anyway (laughs) uh so i go to the chiropractor sometimes uh this was back in oklahoma and he was trying to as much as hard as he could to get me to be a chiropractor he was flashing all of his money and all of his success (laughs) like he was a pretty well-off chiropractor like he had a nice office like he was he was well off and And i was like he wanted you to take his job uh he's i mean by the time i'd get up there he's probably retired but that's fair um where was I going with this? Oh, yes. So um, I was like, oh, yeah, I want to just crack people's backs and then charge <laughs> them $40 because that's all that you have to do. So that's the only I thing. had this ideal for a while until I went. I moved on to something else. It was a step up from Deep Sea Diver, by the way. But, you know, it kind of fizzled later on. I was like, yeah, I don't want to be a chiropractor anymore. That dream died this week. Oh and boy. here's why. So I, I I went to the chiropractor this week, and um, my current chiropractor is a different one, obviously, different state. Um, uh, joyously remembered his uh, fond memories of digging into cadavers. Oh, that's very exciting. Yeah. Um, uh, so for those who are confused by the lingo, cadavers are dead people. Yes. That have donated their bodies to science. Yeah. Science. Because that's... 
anyway. Are you going to be a cadaver someday? I would hope not. Okay. Um, yeah, having somebody dig through my insides is not exactly my understandable yeah, yeah you know but so he was describing all the things that he did like he had to label every single individual artery every single part of the body that's a lot of work and i'm like guess who's not gonna be a chiropractor anymore that's all right i this think you've got guy. plenty of other skills that you can bring to the world besides the fact that i like can't stand science oh that that's a probably a good reason to not go into a science-based field Except for the parts of science that I like. Anyway, we have uh, lots to get to in this episode 13 we of certainly do. CPR. So uh, just uh, some things that we're going to get to. RNC, Republican National Convention, was held last week. Some very interesting things there. Um, President Pelosi, question mark. Oh, boy. Could Pelosi become president? We'll I don't know. Look Could she? at that <gasps> gasp and rex has a few surprises up his sleeve per mm-hmm. usual i certainly do and then of course our peer questions yes and then the end the end oh my favorite part yep it's everybody's favorite part all right so uh president trump accepted the nomination this past week for um president of the united states for his re-election run um he gave a pretty good speech in my opinion Rex declined I, to listen to it. I, I didn't watch the DNC or the RNC. It's not really up my alley. Maybe I'll take a look. I, I caught glimpses of both, but I couldn't I can't say I, I was particularly invested. So Well, so I'll detail out some yes. things. Josh um, is my source for all things important. Boy, you must have no sources. <laughs> <laughs> you need some help there, boy. I do. Um so we'll detail because we went over like Kamala Harris and Biden's kind of platform we last did. time, and we'll go over some of Trump's this right. time, and we'll get to that. So um, he uh, throughout his speech, he made a couple digs at Biden that were kind of funny to me, but like probably not to a lot of other people because I have some weird senses of humor <laughs> yes um you didn't have to agree with me rex i always agree with you Josh. um but That's also not true. <laughs> rex when do you agree with me sometimes okay um <laughs> so trump made a couple points so here they are so he talked uh, one of his main points that he kept bringing up was uh, safety in American cities. So with all the riots mm-hmm. and uh, the looting going on that's still going on uh, that um, with the Black Lives Matter protesters, if you call them protesters, some of them are protesters, but some of them are definitely not. Um, and it's it was kind of ironic if you... Uh, so there are the people watching his speech, about 1,500 to 2,000 mm-hmm. people watching his speech. The same number was on the other side of the White House protesting, and you can kind of hear them in the background. Mm-hmm. They're like, they have air horns um, and things oh, like so that. so there were people live watching him. It wasn't oh, yeah. just on TV. Okay. Mm-mm. This was in the on the White House lawn, and there were there was a pretty sizable crowd there. Okay. I was going to say, 1,500 seems like a pretty low TV viewership number. <laughs> especially for the president giving a speech <laughs> yeah no 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 this those were the live audience which surprisingly were not all wearing masks <gasps> which is a different issue it certainly is um which 
Yeah, it's up to you, I guess. To Were they decide. properly socially so so uh, so no. social distancing? No. No. Oh my goodness, how rude. But uh, so anyway, uh, talking about safety in Americans, uh, America's cities, uh, contrasted with the uh, protesting going on the other side of the White House, I thought mm-hmm. was pretty ironic. You should go back and look at the video. It was kind of funny. They were blowing the air horn just as he was talking about how bad the protests were. Beep, beep. <laughs> yes, because that's what air horns sound like. Yes, it sounds like an old Volkswagen bug. Um, so he's talking about how Biden supports cutting funding for police, which we've talked about before, mm-hmm. um, which is, um, you can go back and re-listen to some of those episodes. I think that was episode 11? Maybe. 10 through 12, or 10 or 11, it was probably in there. Um, one thing that uh, Trump said, which was really interesting, he was talking about how he said Biden wanted to shut down the economy mm-hmm. again because of the coronavirus. He uh, Biden said that if uh, scientists would direct him so, he would shut down uh, the country like we saw earlier this year. Interesting. So let's park there a little bit. What would that do to kind of our economy what what do you think about that rex um i i think that i i guess this is more the question that i should be asking how exactly does one shut down the economy um well kind of like what we saw earlier this year with basically saying stay at home work from home if utterly possible only quote essential such as uh okay. food uh so shops, it's not things a, like that. a literal shutdown it's an a government inhibition of trade and i mean basically yeah so it's okay. not you can't utterly shut down the economy yeah. okay got it so i guess i think that would probably be pretty terrible for for anybody that really needs money um i guess it seems like they're probably banking on money uh from stimulus checks to go out to people to support them but i think that that's going to cause like already with what we've done for stimulus checks it's going to cause a huge amount of inflation in the next couple years but i i can only imagine what another shutdown like that would do it's i feel like it could be really detrimental to people's both physical and economic health uh because of that and I'd even add in mental, like I was pretty sad not being able earlier this year, not being able to see anybody. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, like, and for a lot of people, it took a, a lot worse. Like there were more suicides. Yeah. Uh, there, there were more heart attacks. There were more strokes, things it, like that because the, of all the stress that it caused. Absolutely. There was a, a lot of danger uh, with the coronavirus and caused by that. But the the measures that were taken also caused a lot of harm. And I think before we consider going back into that exact same situation, we need to see if there are other alternatives that could be better for people's mental health. Because I, I, I personally think that mental health is the same thing as physical health. They're just as important. And we need to be aware of that because there's a lot of repercussions if we're not careful with how we, it's handled. And even kind of looking at some of the numbers with the coronavirus cases, um, in pretty much all over America, all the cases are going down. And people always criticize Trump on how he failed in handling the coronavirus. That, um, But 
he shut down all of the planes from China and later from Europe, which bought us a lot of time. He uh, um, asked people to stay home, mm -hmm. uh, wear masks, things like that. Um, he uh, provided uh, federal assistance to all the ho to the hospitals. He sent a hospital sh ship to New York, I believe it was. Um, and Joe Biden actually was against uh, cutting off planes from China at the beginning of the Wuhan epidemic, as Trump's like to call it. But uh, Biden was against that. He later apologized. Hmm. Um, but it was interesting how people are always criticizing him on how much of a failure when he took these initial steps that saved a lot of lives. Yeah, I think I, I think a lot of people are blaming Trump for this. And it's I don't think this is necessarily his fault. I think the it's the fault of, again, the people. People need to be taking personal responsibility. And when they aren't willing to do that, it causes a lot of problems. Because despite the fact that... Uh, and maybe not just despite the fact, but because of the fact that people uh, or that Trump asked people to wear masks, uh, I think a lot of people didn't. Um, and that fact, I, I'm not saying everybody should be forced to wear masks, but I do think it's a matter of personal responsibility. If you're sick, you stay home. You should, if you're going out in public, just wear a mask out of respect to other people. I, I can't force you to do that, but I think it would have helped a lot in the initial phases of things if people had just taken more precautionary and preventative measures to not have to worry about it this much later on. I, I'm not saying it's a hard and fast solution, but I think it could have prevented a lot of the hurt that we went through. Yeah. Moving on to some of the other points that Trump made in his speech, uh, Trump is decidedly pro-life. Biden taking the other stance, mm -hmm. um, which I think alone should um, kind of cause a lot of Christians to lean more towards the conservative side. I personally, I can't understand a Christian that wouldn't be pro-life. Um, and if you're listening to this, please send us an email. Um, I, I just don't see how that works out theologically, but we can talk about that a little later. Uh, but as far as or the Democrats are standing uh, for uh, late-term abortion up to mm -hmm. the moment of birth, um, and that is just that fact within itself should be enough to deter somebody, um, especially a Christian, for voting for Biden, in my opinion. What do you think about that, Rex? I think uh, it, definitely it's a problem. And as, uh, as, as somebody who is pro-life but not pro-Trump, I think it's a really difficult situation to be in. I, I'm voting for Joe Jorgensen because I think I, I agree with a lot of her policies. She has not been specific uh, necessarily on whether uh, on her stance on abortion. And I think that I, I would like to know more about her thoughts. But she said that um, with the state of things right now, I don't think that issue is at the forefront of what she's pushing in terms of policy and things like that. So I would like to know more on that. But it's a really difficult situation to be in because if you're not necessarily pro-Trump, but you still don't like abortions, I'm definitely not voting for Biden purely because of that. But I, I personally don't feel right voting for Trump. And so I, I just really don't know what to do. And I'm not the only one out there with in this predicament. Hey, let me ask you this question. What uh, specific like policies... Uh, do you disagree with 
on Trump. Not stylistically, but not stylistically. Okay. Um, personally, I I think there there's a better solution than a border wall. Trump is still pro government. Uh, at the end of the day. And while I think he may be less pro-government than Biden, I think he's still pro-government. And that's the issue that I have with it. And I know that sounds a little bit weird saying that I don't like a government leader that's pro-government, but I, I think the there's a lot that still needs to be done that hasn't been done yet. And I, I I'd like to talk about this more. I really just need some more time to gather my thoughts. All right, we can uh, maybe address that in episode 14. Okay. Ooh, to, uh, tune back in. There are a couple other policies that he went over that I'll just uh, talk about quickly. So he uh, accused Biden of being on the wrong side of history on several uh, for, uh, foreign deals like NAFTA and the Iran nuclear deal, mm-hmm. which uh, basically, in other words, we gave Iran a bunch of money to not make nuclear weapons, which they kind of did anyway, um, mm-hmm. some people say. Uh, which uh, Obama and Biden uh, made that deal. Um, so he was, he outlined a, a couple of their policies that Biden had supported that were really failed policies. Got it. Which I thought, uh, I encourage um, you guys to go ahead and listen to the speech and also listen to Biden's speech um, just to kind of contrast mm-hmm. uh, all of these things. Definitely. Uh, let me see here. Uh, I was talking about uh, cancel culture and how we should um, not necessarily like put the kibosh on it, but not give it any credibility mm-hmm. um, about how they're taking away freedom and like scaring uh, people into submission. Um, and they basically just want absolute conformity which I believe fighting that is a great plus to Trump because he is obviously not a conformist, like, at all. He's Mm -hmm. about the um, antonym of conformity, which I appreciate because I personally am not a conformist. Like, if I see lots of people going one way around something, I'll go the other way just to be different. Not really sometimes, (laughs) Uh, but it's just... It's just things like that, which I think are really interesting. Yeah. Were there anything, was there anything in his speech that you didn't agree with? Um, let me think. No, I can't say that there was. Okay. Interesting. It was, um, it was a pretty good speech that I thought. All right. Sounds good. All right. So will Nancy Pelosi be the next president of the United States? Oh boy, will she? I don't know. Oh my goodness. So for those of you who are confused by our uh, mention of the name Nancy Pelosi, she is the current Speaker of the House of Representatives in Washington, D.C., a Democrat. And current uh, world leader in the Death Stare Championship. Um, she will gaze into your soul and enter it and not come out. It's terrifying. Oh, just like you do to me? Yes. Mm. Are you Nancy Pelosi? I am Nancy Pelosi. How did you figure it out, Josh? (gasps) Oh, my goodness. All right, so constitutionally speaking, I pulled out my pocket constitution right now, (gasps) which I have been carrying around for a long while. Yeah, I'm a geek. He was uh, born holding his pocket constitution, and it has not left him since. Sure. (laughs) Uh, so Amendment Twenty, uh, the terms of the vice, the president, and vice president, president shall end at noon of the twentieth day of January. So basically, if they're if the electoral college has not voted on either Trump or Biden by um, the twentieth of January, then that 
then neither of them would be president and then it would fall to the Speaker of the House, whoever that would be, which more than likely would still be Nancy Pelosi. Assuming they get all of the initial votes in the general election. Oh, well, that's the thing. If they have... if there were to say, say a third party candidate that were to, you know, Rex, maybe get some votes. Let's and... be kind of realistic here. <sighs> I know. If nobody, uh, because a lot of people are doing mail-in voting, um, and there are a lot of things that could possibly go haywire with that, unfortunately, because of fraud, because of things getting lost in the mail. Rex, have you ever had something get lost in the mail? I have. See, it's really easy. So votes yep. that get lost in the mail, that would cause a definite problem. Things like that that could possibly de delay the electoral college, mm -hmm. which would be bad. And then what would... Um, the world be like under President Pelosi? What do you think, Rex? I think it would be a lot like a... Um, I think it would probably be a lot like a Biden presidency, but with uh, more craftiness and less funny, wacky moments. So, uh, yeah, I think that's probably the only difference. I mean, at least when, with Biden, you get like... You're able to laugh and get a few laughs and But stuff. we would have the first female president, which would be a notable, notable event... I mean, whether you like it or not, so... It would be notable, except that she would be about the worst president. <laughs> I don't know. We had, we've had we had some pretty bad presidents in the past, but... That is true. Hmm. Anyway, and this brings me to this question, Rex, which I thought was a pretty interesting and question. And what question is this? What would you do if you were elected president? Oh, boy. I think that I would do everything in my power to start minimizing government power um cut spending stop unnecessary uh which is basically pretty much everything that we're a part of uh unnecessary wars and things like that cut funding to unnecessary government programs which is a lot of them uh and really just try and take care of people by making people more personally responsible and giving the government less power over them and giving more power back to the people. Freedom. Imagine that. Freedom. Wouldn't See, that be cool? Um, Maybe someday. If I were president, I would declare a free Jello day. Oh, boy. And I would just give free Jello to everybody and automatically be reelected from that point on. You probably would, to be completely honest. Yeah. I, I would do it if it was... I would vote for you if it was chocolate pudding day, but um, yeah, no, it had to be Jello. Not as good. But like realistically, I would probably first and foremost tackle some issues not that the president can really do this but issues like abortion because mm -hmm. that's really high on kind of my priority list josh would um get rid of the other two branches of government and be a purely executive dictatorship please don't shut say down that. everything else people are going to dig this up when i actually do run for president <laughs> so just let me get this on the record i am not a dictator no matter what rex says oh Oh, oh. Um, <laughs> yeah, I would probably do things like that. Mm -hmm. I would also probably move my office. This is kind of often Andy Griffith's show. It's kind of <laughs> funny. But move my office out of the White House because you can't work and sleep in the same place. That's what I always say. I never said that, but that was from a show. Why would you not build a new house? Because it's the White House. Where am I going to build the Blue House? I but mean, there's let's already be an here. office in the White House. Yeah, it's really easy to build an office building. 
wow yeah but you could also just just get a cubicle cubicle somewhere you could get like one of those um one of those what's it called the shipping containers and you just have your office in there (laughs) by uh by an oval shaped shipping container and make that the oval office sure hey mr prime minister just come on in yeah (laughs) watch your step there Oh, it appears we are being loaded onto a boat. Uh oh. I hope this is your boat because this is otherwise... now the U.S. Embassy. <laughs> All right. Um, well, We're going offshore, people. Move it away from Doug. From yes. The Principality uh, of Doug. Indeed. To France. The Oval Office is now in France. Speaking of Doug, if you guys want to get an I Love Doug t shirt, just go to bit.ly slash CPR shirts. And if you happen to know somebody named Doug that you happen to also love, that would also be a good way to get on their good side. Absolutely. Or buy it for them as a gift uh, so that they can love themselves. Yeah, a narcissist. Absolutely. Anyway, uh, what surprise did you have in store for us, Rex? So this is not one of our traditional peer questions, but I found an email that we actually hadn't answered from a few weeks ago. And I thought we could try and help this person out. So uh, she says, hi, dear. My name is Mrs. Ilana Solomon Schneor, a widow from Israeli, born in Austria. I have a proposition involving a fund transaction unfinished by my late husband. Due to my health condition, I have to solicit for foreign assistance to complete the transaction. I will compensate you for the assistance to handle the transaction. I will appreciate your reply for more details about me and the transaction on how we can proceed to move the fund you buy fun to you by the bank i know we are in serious situations about covid19 stay safe thank you sincerely mrs ilana solomon schneor and uh google seems to have flagged this uh they said this message seems dangerous but i think this is just a a sweet old lady trying to move some funds what do you think josh can we help her out obviously we should um because jesus would obviously want us to help help those in need i mean she seems like you know, we're supposed to help widows. Yeah, and her husband just died. I mean, this is a really great opportunity for us to live out the gospel, Josh. Yeah, I think um, you should, first of all, acid uh, wash your phone. Yes. Just <laughs> after, And then after that, we should def- definitely click click on that link because... She didn't send us a link. She just needs a response. But, uh, um, maybe we can give her Rex, like our... why are you ch- checking the junk folder? It, it, we had two spam emails, and I wanted to make sure that we could that we weren't missing an opportunity to help people, Josh. I figure we can um, just send our social security numbers over and oh, yeah. give her a little all help. The, all the good stuff. Yes. Bank account uh, numbers as well. And she used uh, three colons in the subject line of the email, which is like an impressively high number. Oh, that's, you know, that's what people do when it's really something important. Yeah, it, it seems to legit email. to me. So, uh, yeah, yeah, so I figure we can help this lady out. So if you would like to... Also, our, our valuable listeners, if you would like to help uh, Mrs. Ilana S. Schneor, uh, you can email. Ooh, we've got two email. That is like not legit at all. Okay. <laughs> what? So um, they have two. Oh, so it's they have it set up. It was sent from one email, but your response is going to go to another email. How they have this set up. Oh, that's oh boy! Definitely not a scam. So yeah, if you want, uh, if you want the email, it's schneor s ilana dot at daum dot net d a u m. So 
yeah, definitely help them out with all of your financial assistance. Transfer that money. Yeah. Um, well, before we're <laughs> thrown off the air for promoting a scam, yes. let's <laughs> turn to some of our actual peer questions. Oh, yes. Uh, so we have one from Caleb, and he says, in relation to previously mentioned Bigfoot and pterodactyl sightings, are there any urban legends that you believe in? What do you what do you think, Josh? Well, I personally believe in the Queen of England. You know, um, I'm not I'm going out on a limb here, but I think that she actually exists. Wow. And also and also the Easter Bunny. Yeah. Because like he left me an egg under my pillow one year for losing a tooth. Under your Yeah, sure. That's how that works. Mm -hmm. The Queen of England, though, that's a really crazy one, considering how long the legends say she's been alive. Like <laughs> since the beginning of time. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, she basically. She'd be really old. Personally, I, I believe in uh, the legend of that very few people have actually heard of this legend, um, but it is called uh, personal autonomy and um, and uh, responsibility. I, I know a lot of people really think no. it's just a, a wild fake concept, but I really think there's something to it. The non-aggression principle, I think that's a pretty cool one too. No. <laughs> Rex. But um, yeah, I, I used to actually, and still am, uh in super into like unsolved mysteries and stuff like that and oh, i was like roanoke yeah roanoke I, i'll show you a video about that later but i i just love stuff like that unsolved mysteries are so cool to me and i was kind of obsessed with cryptids for a while well uh, i don't know if you know what cryptids are nope but um it just like mythical creatures like uh bigfoot yeti uh chupacabra all those sort loch ness of, loch ness yes Whoa. stuff like that was I was super interested in that, and I still love unsolved mysteries. So. Yeah, I don't know that I necessarily believe in them, but I'm not opposed to them in any way. Like the unsolved mystery, does Josh have a brain? Yes or no? We will be performing uh, a uh, what's the procedure? I have that? no idea where you're going with this. We're gonna cut Josh's head open to find out next week. You know, I preferred <laughs> my ignorance. <laughs> I, I, I wish I didn't hear that. <laughs> anyway. Uh, What's that called? The Brain surgery? There's a word for it. Uh, yeah, it's called brain surgery. No, there's a, a... It's the thing. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> we have a, uh, a question on Instagram that was sent to us by Brianna. And uh, she says... Uh, she actually has two questions for us. First one is define yourselves in one word. Oh, that is very questioning. What uh, what would you do? I would probably define myself as Joshua. Yep, that's my name. Mm. So there is no better definition. If you were to pick uh, a word that was not a proper noun, what would you pick? Oh, man, maybe boy. That's another good one. Uh, any any adjectives or anything of the like? What are you talking about? Boy is most definitely an adjective. It can be um but i am you a have boy to do man some changing uh see no like <laughs> all right let me yeah. think about it you go right all right i i think i'd probably have to go with um i don't know that i have the exact word to describe it but i i think uh maybe backpack um i can see that because backpack yeah. is my favorite adjective obviously yeah definitely those are all really good words i might i don't know i i might go with uh this isn't necessarily one word, it's two, but I would probably go with people pleaser because that's defined a lot of my life. Hmm. That's not necessarily a good thing, it's just a thing. 
Hey, Rex, I want an ice cream cone right now. Please, me. Um, That's not something I can really do for you, Josh. Oh, so disappointing. So I, I, I was thinking about it, and my word maybe is loyal because I'm loyal, loyal you to are loyal. my dog that I never had. <laughs> and I'm loyal to my ideals um, for the most part. <laughs> <laughs> and for the most part, loyal to my friends, I would like to believe. Yes. Like, if I'm your friend, then you probably can't get rid of me, like, no matter how hard you try. I've tried. Yeah. Rex he just is... clings to my leg everywhere I go. Oh, is that what that is? <laughs> I always thought yes. it was your arm. Oh, well. Uh, yes, I do handstands everywhere I go, actually. Just mm, clinging to my interesting. arm. <laughs> All right. And uh, Brianna's other question is, have we located a black turtleneck? This is in reference to episode two, I believe. Ooh. Two or three, and we're now on 13. Um, so about that. <laughs> yeah, we, we promised if we got to 25 followers on Instagram, I believe it was, or that yeah. we would uh, that we would post a picture of Josh wearing a black turtleneck. Uh, and this was in reference to something we talked about on that episode. And we still have not done that. So we are going to be ordering a black turtleneck, and that should be up by the time this episode goes out, maybe a little bit after that. Yeah, hopefully. And, and if uh, we forget again, I mean, casually don't remember. Yes. Um, then send us another email. We'll have one soon. But considering we are almost at 50 followers on Instagram, we're going to uh, definitely have to work on getting that shirt up. Almost 50. Almost. Oh. Yeah, we're at 49, Josh. Oh, my Pretty goodness. Cool. I didn't know I knew that many people. And keep following for uh, more special surprises and Josh wearing fine-looking clothing. Uh, yes. Well, this has been another awesome um, episode in the bag or in the backpack if you're Rex. Oh, yes. Um, well, thanks for listening, guys. We always have a lot more to say, um, so we'll be back for the next episode. Remember to um, ask questions at rexandjoshcpr at gmail.com or at rexandjoshcpr on Instagram and Twitter. That's right. Thanks for sending in questions, Caleb and Brianna and Mrs. Wow, you didn't even get her name right. It was Ilana Schneor. Um, no, I was close. Yeah, you were. Um, but thanks for the questions. Send in more. Uh, remember to check out our links to our merch store. You can find that in the show notes to this episode or in the links in our bio on both Instagram and Twitter. Yep. All right. I guess that's about it. That wraps up this episode 13. All right. It sure does. We will see you guys later. And theory, if we're not canceled. Yes. Oh, boy. Don't cancel us too soon. We haven't even said anything controversial yet. Yet? I'm yeah. not scared. Uh, okay. Uh, anyway, bye. Bye. <laughs>